Yeah, we're kind of a bitch of a podcast if you think about that, it. That could be a shirt. Your your other podcast. Kind of a bitch of a podcast. Kind of a bitch of a podcast if you think about it. Welcome to your other podcast. Hello, back at Jose's house again. Fun yeah, the times. audio medium that Zach always calls out. Yeah. He did it instantly at the start of this episode, yes. so he never can call us out for that again. No, I wanted to do it because back at the... Why would they ever care want, or know? I want them to know that we're hanging out in person, so it's not just a, oh, we just show up for the podcast. Drink business is usual. Too. You know, business Drink is usual. Hey, I do want to ask, what... uh, Zach, what episode is this? Oh, I think you got him here. He ain't getting it. Twenty. Seven. <gasps> no. No, really? No. <laughs> you don't know. You don't even know. It's twenty six. Oh my god, son of a bitch! Now is it actually? I now, don't think Trinka it is. Has... No, it's it's twenty seven. Yeah. I was like, he got it. I was yeah. like, he got it for once. You got me even. <laughs> That's gonna. Oh my crisp. god! I just found out Zach has three hundred notifications on his phone. Yeah, oh, talk about you're that guy. You're the guy with three million tabs open. Yeah, basically. I just don't give a shit. My phone does work. Are you mad? Dude. Are you then also mad that your phone just like is slow as shit? No, my phone's awesome and it hasn't been. I've had it for a while now and yeah, it just he bought kicks the ass. bougie ultra. I think didn't you? Ooh, I got the ultra. Yeah. yeah, so he bought extra. I, we can talk about that. Phones have kind of been overpowered. Welcome for really to episode twenty-seven, anymore. where Trinka tried to tell me it wasn't, but I'm always right. Suck it. Um, of your other podcast oh, with Tony, uh, uh, with Tony Trinka, uh, that's on man, he's on man. Uh, I like Tony, so I'm gonna try to push it. I'm gonna push it, Tony Trinka and um, uh, J- uh, Jose, as always, and Zach, and we are uh, just since you guys can't tell or see, but we were talking about it. I'm here with Jose in person at his house, so that's a lot of fun. So we get to just hang out and do our thing. And Trinka is a wherever the fuck you are. The armpit of Indiana. Don't they call it? I okay. Listen, you can't sit in Northwest Indiana and call any other part of Indiana the armpit of the Indiana. I do. You know, I do agree. You can't. You can't do that. You can. You can say. I don't know if we're uh, the armpit of Indiana. We're the armpit of Chicago. I think NWI is the armpit of Chicago. We basically belong to them. Yeah, I can see it. Do you think if? do you think if Illinois tried to annex Northwest Indiana, Indiana, Indiana would fight? Oh, speaking of that. No. I you Maybe. Because you then you're applicable to Illinois taxes, which are so much worse. Oh, yeah. They would fight. Screw that, yeah. dude. That is true. Speaking of that, have you guys ever looked into the, like, the fights that went on um, for state lines when they were first setting state lines back in the you know, 1800s, 1700s? No, no, when they were no. trying to come up with state lines between the two states, like Ohio and Michigan, like Toledo was in Ohio for a while, then it was in Michigan for a while, then it went back to Ohio, and there was like almost a war about it. No, never. No, I actually, I've, I've never thought too hard about how state boundaries were actually decided. Yeah, and it makes me think. It makes me think. Uh, yeah, Indiana might be might be a little bit of a bitch to Kentucky. And let me give you Indiana me give you got him? No, no, no. Might be a bitch to Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky's a bitch. Kentucky got it. Uh, yeah, because when you cross over the Ohio River, 
there is a part in Evansville where you're still in Kentucky. So you would think that the border would just be the river, right? It would just be the Ohio mm-hmm. River. On one side is Kentucky, on one side is Indiana. However, you cross the river and you're still in Kentucky for like a mile. And then there's a sign that says, welcome to Indiana. So Kentucky got the whole fucking river. Oh. Both sides. Yeah, how, does that, how did that negotiation happen? Do I don't know? know. I don't know if the river moved or if, uh, like, if they moved the river over time and Kentucky had up to the border at the previous time or what. But there's a couple spots that I've noticed being down here that Indiana just bitched out. It was just like, you can have both sides. We I mean, won't even, we don't need sense. a We're kind dock. of a bitch of a state. I mean, never mind. Indiana's our main uh, audience base. So Yeah, we're the number one, we're, number one podcast we, in Indiana. Indiana. Let's not. Yeah, yeah look, we're kind of a bitch of a podcast. Let's campaign to get it. that river oh, yeah, back. There you go. Campaign to get that river back. <laughs> That that could be a shirt. Your your other podcast, kind of a bitch of a podcast, kind yeah. of a bitch of a podcast. <laughs> yeah. If you think about it, and Trinka, you're always a guy looking for something to do. Why don't you run for an office there and try and get that? Back? Yeah, get some. Get, um, get us some fucking river here in Indiana, my a, guy. We need another river. Yeah, I could tell you. I could tell you a couple of reasons. Well, one, right now, I can't even vote, and I'll get back. I'll get to this story later. Illegal, because it's a kind of a long one. I am. I I've got trapped in. You know this. They got me. You know, whoever's trying to hold the voters down and make us not able to vote, I am not able to vote in any state in the U.S. right now for tomorrow's election. Can't do it. Yeah. And it's because they found out you voted for Trump in 20, what was it? You don't even know? No, I don't. It's episode 2012. Yeah, he I doesn't think. know the episodes. He doesn't I don't know, know the when episode. the I don't know elections days. happen. Guys, I know things. <laughs> I don't know specific days or anything. Zach doesn't so care what were you about guys like, doing? things going on in the country ever. Almost ever, yeah. Uh, what were you guys doing I'm in the city? On a Manhattan. Oh, in the city, we went to Hot Pot. Uh, uh, followers and listeners and friends and bats and bugs. If you've never been to Hot Pot, do yourself a favor and get out there. It's great. Yeah. A lot of fun. It's, it's a fun time and it just tastes good. Especially yeah, if, if you like spicy food, right? If you can hand, even if you can't handle spice, uh, for those who don't know what it is, you get a. You a la carte order whatever meats, vegetables, uh, noodles, eggs, whatever you want, protein wise. Mm-hmm. And they bring it to you raw, and in the middle of your table is a boiling pot of broth. You choose your flavor, you cook the things in there, you dip it in a sauce. Delicious. Especially in colder weather, you'll leave that place feeling warm. Yeah, I was hot as hell. It, it's fun. It's, it's a fun thing to do with a group or maybe a date or something like that. It sounds like. Uh, uh, foodborne illness. <laughs> like you're just trusting people to cook their own meat for like to yeah, tell. No, no, no. Listen, yourself, hold on, then, hold on, right? hold on. What you didn't uh, uh, sell trick is it's very hard to get foodborne illness because it's shaved as if you would get it's it like so deli thin, thin, like deli thin. So it cooks in seconds. Uh, it in does. The water. Yeah. So it's hard to literally, uh, okay, okay. literally unless you literally just dip it for two milliseconds and pull it out. It's gonna. If you boil leave it in the water through. for thirty seconds, it's cooked. Not even, maybe and, 25 okay. seconds. You know, boiled meat sounds disgusting, but trust me, it's nothing It's boiled like in that. broth, yeah. yeah. The broth Especially is... so thin, the surface area to meat ratio, you get all the flavor in that yeah. broth. Yeah, and the broth is Amazing. normally, um, we like to get a really spicy broth, so then the meat's nice and spicy, oh, yeah. and there's a bar where you make your own sauces, and they have little ta- you know, tables up there where it'll tell you how to make a sauce, and you just mix your ingredients together, and then you can pull your meat right out, Dip it in there. There's not just strips of meat. You can get, uh, they have like lobster balls. They have like shrimp balls. They got all kinds of stuff, dude. Meatballs. 
everything. I wonder how far they're going to push this. Because like, okay, we started with like a subway where you go in and you tell them how to make your sandwich. Yeah. And then, then we got to a Chipotle where you go in and you tell them everything about like whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And now you guys are at a place where they're just bringing you raw meat and they're like, cook it. Good. Yeah, well, that's not now, like, well, like how far new. are we going to get? It's that's well, not you know, but I want to. I, I would even. But I want to know how before, far we're going to get. That's probably before even like Subway, guaranteed. I mean, I don't know. Well, the yeah, mo- that, but yeah, the Chinese dish. I'm sure we we can look it up. But I'm I'm saying, how far are we going to get? I want to get to a part. Oh, you you want to farm where your you own show cow? up? Yeah, well, they just bring a chicken in front of you, and you're like, okay. here you go. I actually, and then they give you knives, and then there's somebody standing there and showing you how to break the you know, neck. There's probably some high-end restaurant in and... some other country with less laws around it that does that currently. No, Jose, you just showed us where you go and fish your own fish out oh, of the fucking water, and yeah, then they, kill, they make okay, it for so you right Caitlin in front of your I, face. Caitlin and I have been planning <laughs> a trip to Japan. Merge the concepts. Yeah, they, yeah. You fish the fish out, and then you cook the fish yourself. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Caitlin and I have been planning our trip to Japan. Had a lot of fun just looking at all the things we could do. Like that's where we're at right now. We're we already paid for the flight, but we're listing everything that we might want to do at all, and then we'll whittle down what we can do priority wise. And we ran into a restaurant where you can, with a net or you know a traditional hook and rod, you can catch a fish and whatever you can, or crab or lobster, whatever you give them, they'll cook it. Uh, any of I think three ways. Yeah, some was fresh. Like they'll make you some sushi yeah, out of it sushi, right there. Fried, or to maybe grilled or something like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and they they hit these big old drums to celebrate your catch, and you know they make a big fun yeah. thing out of it. Yeah, even better. So not so we merge those two. We merge the hot pot and the fish in your own thing out. But even better, you have to bring your own fish in to throw in the pond. You have to come if with your own. Still fish. alive, and then you oh. got to fish them out. No, of you the bring. Pond. No, you bring your own seasonings. Yeah, you bring your own. Yeah, you got to bring your own. Some people already do that. That's uh, a concept that happens. People will bring like a purse with like a hot sauce. There's people like that. Yeah. Or, you know, their favorite like Laurie's. At that point, at that point, I got to say, why are you paying any money to anybody if you're fishing your own fish and cooking it yourself and then and then you're cleaning your plate because there's no no service. So you're putting it like you're putting it over in the conveyor belt that goes through the wash or whatever. Yeah, that's legendary. Let's get that (laughs) going. Like, what are you paying? There are people out there that will pay for that. And they'll be like, this is so sick. And we're just like, bro, we're not. Hey, we have no fucking staff because you don't need your fucking staff. (laughs) You have one guy that just makes sure people don't break things. And then like literally. (laughs) Oh, so the fish thing, the fish tank is just hooked up to the local river with like a catch, like a one way catch. So river water runs through. Right. The tank. And everybody gets fish can get in, from and the then they just river can't river get out. <laughs> fish can get in, and they just can't get out. Yeah. And you could sell it to the county you're in. With you're gonna have filters on both ends of the river water system, so that way you're putting cleaner water out into back into the river. You're helping clean the river, right? So now fish can get in, and there's like a catch, and they can't get out. So now you've got an endless supply of fish. People come in, they fish their own fish, they cook it in front of them. They put their trays and stuff on a conveyor belt that just goes through an automatic washer. This is a great system. I think you literally that, do nothing. All just right, have lights. I, on. I, Trinka, you're way too much of like a yes man. We can do anything, guy. I think you're dangerous to be around because you'll be talking people into some ridiculous <laughs> ideas. Like this, is, I kind of want to do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, and look, all right, Tr- uh, Tony Trinka for senator. Vote now. Uh, now, this I kind of realized something about myself. Uh, you know, we talked about Tony. Yeah. You know, we <laughs> talked about before how uh, all three of us enjoy watching 
people react to certain things. Like you guys talked about music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I, and I think other people share this feeling, but I enjoy taking people to places that they've never eaten that are like really different too and getting their reaction. Because when we went there, we took our uh, mutual friend Marcus and he had never been or seen Hot Pot and he was having a great time. And I was so happy I got to take him there. It's a good feeling. Yeah, when that it, when could it hits, backfire it, it so hard good, yeah. though. If you take the a picky person, or you know, because then you take them yeah. and they're just just ruin it's, the whole no, mood that's of it. That's where I'm coming from with it. I think you have it's a match of knowing the food well and knowing the person well, where you try and match the two together, and you know, then right. you get the good reaction out of it. It's like if I were to hand Zach a, a mainstream country song. When I try and show him a new cool song, it's probably not going to land because I know Zach, I know what he likes, and then I know right. But if you give him some like quality, uh, quality uh, instrumental with like uh, uh, good lyrics, like a good message, good kind of song, maybe you know if he could respect the talent on both the songwriting and the instrument playing. Then maybe you can get him that way. You could just be like, play, I know it's country. Just listen to the instruments. You could just play Mort Garson's Plantasia for me, and it would be. Just a you shout out. If anybody wants to just listen to music for plants, you're going to want to check out Mort Garson's album Plantasia. It's from the 70s. You'll find it on Spotify. It's great. Um, I don't know that it's country, but yeah, it is very earthy. I would listen to I'll Plantasia, the, the, the namesake of the album. Plantasia for sure. Um, okay. Can we talk about how big Polyphia has gotten in like the last year? Yeah, it's it, they're bigger it, in the last it? year or two. No, I'm no. Not, I was why, listening why to them people, for a while. I don't get that culture. Getting angry at a band oh, I just thought Zach might popular. be angry about it. No, He's saying no. It's a Colin, no Colin re- refuses to listen to them. Colin actually sure refused to like them even early, though. Yeah. Even like when we were listening to their very first EP, uh, Colin didn't like him then. He's one of those oh, guys then, yeah, that if so, if like everyone around him likes something, even if it's not popular, if everyone like around it. him he can't do it. Yeah, yeah. Even um, if it makes no sense, I I am that way. But it's not just because other people like it. It's when it's like blatantly false. Like I was just talking with uh, a coworker about um, when I would hear app people who have Apple phones. The reason that they would always try to give reasons why they'd rather have an Apple phone, right? And when one of them was, uh, you'll never, or like an Apple computer, he's like, dude, they're immune to viruses. You'll never get a virus. And I was like, that would always blow my mind because it's not like, that is not the case at all. Like, if anything, yeah. if you're not getting a virus, it's because there's more PCs, so more viruses just get written for PC than yeah, for that's Mac. That's exactly why. Yeah. That is exactly why. Like, yeah, that's the only reason. It's not that they're any better. It's just that nobody wanted actually, to waste their time writing viruses. are more for... secure in a couple of ways. I'm not an iPhone user. I'm talking, though, well, they were close, saying this years ago. Do you think right? it's been this way always? You know what I'm saying? No. I'm saying this is when I was an Android user in college, dude. So we're talking at least eight, nine. They probably always were. Okay. Or at least more secure with your user data than other than google is that part of google being open means that they risk your info yeah. getting out well like, it's kind of you're, you're just talking about the the benefits of a uh democracy versus a socialistic country you're saying the same thing well this, this whole system is closed and it's controlled by yeah, a well, select few and it's a lot more secure this is different because you're not being forced to buy the product 
But then also they do things you're like not, I'm saying you're the system born as a into whole. This, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, well, well, you kind of are at this point if you're an Apple user. If your dad was an Apple, well, listen, kinda. listen, we're getting yeah. to that age. Always, we're getting to yeah, that as point. a consumer, you make the choice. Here's things I was unaware of, and Jose, tell me if you knew about this because my friend was getting pretty upset about this when he realized how uh, what was happening with him. He has an older Mac, but it still works for all the things that he wants to do on it because he also has a PC. He just does use it for what he wants, and apparently. After X amount of years, this there's no more support. You can't update any farther so that none of the programs you want to use will work. You'll have to have backdated programs. There's no yeah. no support anymore. So you just end up having to buy a new PC or a new uh, MacBook or you're, you just have to find older copies of the yeah. programs or they just won't work. Uh, wake up call? Windows does that too. Really? Yeah, but there's there's a lot more third party support but, but for Windows will just give you a free update. But you up, could get no, updates and no, things for they, Apple. They at this do point. and they close those windows pretty quickly after a new operating system's out like within a year they'll close it. And then yeah, they'll abandon it and that's a bi- almost a bigger problem because so many businesses are running on like or ATMs are running on 95, 2000 XP and all of those have been dropped. Windows 7 is already on the chopping block for being dropped. For any kind well, what of I'm saying is that the hardware won't support the new software. No, yeah. Is what I'm the saying. Hardware, on Mac. Like Windows 11, almost none of the stuff that you own now will work with Windows 11. Well, yeah, that's just because they had they. Yeah, but they, they don't stop support. For a lot of the but they're stuff. not stopping support for Windows 10. Still, is what I'm saying. What I'm saying no, is, no, they, 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 they're cutting it. Oh, not yet. Yeah, and I, I, Apple doesn't do it immediately either, but. If you, I just don't never had yourself, to buy. Microsoft does it too. I've just never had to buy a new PC because my operating no, system wasn't going to work. But that's what he has yeah. to do because none thing, of his programs are going to work. The main work. thing that Microsoft keeps going way after an OS is out is those security updates where they'll patch vulnerabilities and other ways that people have found into those older operating systems. That's what gets dropped, and that's the same thing Apple will drop. They'll just stop giving me, you. Uh, it's too much R and D them to keep that up for these old systems with like a one percent user base left yeah but what were you saying let me you? uh switch gears here and talk about the uh, ship box for a minute okay oh, a my, back to the ship box, uh, ship box saga the right. what what the, give wait. me a musical ditty for the ship box no no saga. I, not a musical ditty yet what here's what i need to know what it what saga or what chapter are we in at this point? Because it's been oh, an yeah. hit us with is chapter this, eight or whatever it is. is chapter, Give us yeah. a title. Six, Give it a title. Five. Where are we at? Shitbox Saga, chapter seven. All right. So yeah, what it is? Voice, yeah. what, what happened was uh, what had happened was my brother came into town for like a day and a half, and I was like, hey, you know that bed on that truck you sold me is just just rotted through like there's no metal left <laughs> underneath the plastic liner it's just a plastic liner um and uh he was like oh well i get him he's like no no way so i get him under there and he's like oh yeah no, there's no metal there so we i was like let's take off the bed so we did and i'm dropping it in the i'm dropping it in the uh picks and vids now but so we took off the bed and good news guys the s10 i got big plans oh, I got big plans oh for wait i am I'm doing a butt lift, a full butt lift on this thing. Butt I've lift? Bought. Dude, yeah, face got, down, uh, ass up? Yeah, I got, um, I just, I've been messaging a uh, steel guy, a metal guy, and I'm going to start, uh, <laughs> I'm going to build it, I'm going to build a whole custom oh Mad Max God. style steel bed, uh, and I'm going to try to make it look, 
I got to compromise. I want to make it look crazy. I want to make it look Mad Max style. Yeah, you, but with, with I got to. So you want to make it out of like the uh, the uh, metal Dude. fencing that you can buy that's like graded yeah. and just <laughs> drink it. Yeah, that's really what I want to do. But I, I compromise. This you know? is your project. I don't want to step on your toes too hard here. Yeah, but I want to suggest yeah, ideas. Throw wanna, them out. I want to suggest that you do something about your gas tank first. Because you have been gotten oh. too many times, and now that that is off there, it's got to be easy to get to. It's got to be yeah. Easy change to get out to. the. Uh, you know what? Maybe I'll just get like an aftermarket float valve or something, and yeah, and then just really put it need. on the dash. You don't need a new because tank. Because I'm yeah. also. So if you look at that picture, the rust on the frame is so incredible that I've been out there all day. Uh, well, a couple hours today, um, just trying to clean up the rust so I can so I can rust reform primer paint the thing Jesus so that way i can Christ, then have something to build off of but yeah so it's going to be quite quite the work and who knows if i'll lose energy in it and it'll just be a half completed mad max truck but and it will hey, it'll be 85 percent it right before you get done yeah, bef- and, but that's even that adds to the allure of a mad yeah, max listen, truck before you <laughs> give up perfect. before you give up make sure you mount the turret in the back so that it at least sits back there and it's like yeah yeah it could be like a harpoon you, gun yeah, you can you know? combine your knowledge of the three-dimensional gaming movement chair to have an omnidirectional yes gun, gun turret that you yes so you can yeah combine you can shoot learned. you can shoot directly down at the driver <laughs> if you needed to <laughs> man, you never know if he betrays yourself. you if he's a traitor you know in mad max's future <laughs> You can shoot right at yeah. yourself. That's what they, because that's where they always get you, right? There's always that one guy that's like hanging out on the bottom of the truck, right? Like, and he's going to yeah, climb up the side the and angle. get you. If you could just turn the gun straight down and shoot through the truck. Yeah. You got that guy. Yeah. And then the truck explodes and yeah. everyone's dead and you're just good to go. You hit the gas tank. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. But that's, that's what's going and on. I the like shipbox that saga. Because you've actually planned around your own flaws there. Mm-hmm. You knew you would 85% and you're right. It, it is a Mad Max truck. They never look yeah. polished or complete. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's what you. That's have. what I'm Whatever thinking. You did. That's what it is. And that's yeah. what I'm and thinking. If you don't like, wear I, spikes I, to work every day, like on your shoulders, and like you know, like just really get into it, like come with dirt on yeah. your face and stuff. I'm not believing it. When I when I do drive, I'm not going to drive it all that often. It's it's a third vehicle, but it, I figure like at this point, it's either I sell it for for a loss, uh, for only a couple thousand bucks, and what's that going to do? Um, I junk it which seems like a waste because it still runs and drives or i just have some fun with it and so i'm i'm choosing to try to have some fun with it i'm just yeah. gonna fucking weld some crazy shit on there and just have some fun with the thing turn it into That's a project so i will keep so, you guys updated yeah now that you put it out in the ethos you gotta deliver something well hey i mean i've already delivered is. no bet that's yeah, i'm 10 percent there nice nice what else what do you guys got what are your notes I got some. Got I got another I got one, a pretty extensive. I got. I got uh, very little. I got a pretty extensive story we could talk about if you want to hop into it. How familiar are you, Trinka, with the incidents that happened with Boeing in the recent years, the two crashes and uh, all that? Uh, yeah. So the uh, only top topically uh, with the with the the one plane they had that had like a navigation or a computer problem, and then they've grounded every single model of that plane. And then they've been working on it to try to and then sell those planes back. Okay, so kind of that's about so as much as what I know. I so what happened was is and I watched a documentary on this and I looked up some stuff because I was like, "There's no way this is what happened." And this is this is what happened. So they had um, 
a like merger with another company so that they had like a co-CEO situation going on or like a president slash CEO where both of them hold a lot of power. But, you know, whatever they the company is split. This caused a lot of these security, uh, you know, uh, places in, in, that were, in, in, you know, set there to make sure that um, during the building of the plane that nothing went wrong. Uh, these were cut back insanely hard so you went from having like 14 guys on a line that would check you know as the plane was getting built to two is what i think it was so Jesus. so the the quality control for what was getting happening you know for what was happening when the plane was getting made was cut down severely now this actually wasn't that big of a problem because the reason why things went wrong had nothing to do with anybody checking at a like a fail safe point um what happened was is that Airbus had released a plane recently that had a very efficient set of engines on them. And uh, this was going to allow them to have the price point of their ticket much, much lower than uh, like a Boeing plane that was supposed to be efficient. So what Boeing did was take the 737, which is one of their classic planes that has been you know, in their workforce for quite some time, and they were going to modify it to put these bigger engines on it and then be able to you know do the same thing that Airbus was doing. Now, the problem with this was is that this was coming down from the top from people that don't understand that you can't just take a plane and just put bigger engines on it. It takes a lot more than that, you know? So the wings needed to be moved back further, all this other stuff, you know, to where this, it would actually be feasible. Right. And what this caused is for the plane to think a lot of the time that it was stalling on ascent, you know, as you're taking off, mm. which would be bad because if the plane thinks it's stalling, it's going to, you know, nosedive exactly it that or even if it's not stalling and it thinks it's stalling you're going to think it's stalling so you might try to correct right so they had put implemented in a new system called the mcas which what it did was it would correct the small amount of stall or whatever that would occur during the ascent from the plane not being perfectly built right um this is a problem because Boeing wanted to put the plane out extremely fast. So by calling it the 737 MAX and just adding new engines to it, it technically wasn't a new plane, so it didn't have to jump through as many hoops and go through as much red tape to get out there so they could put it out quicker. And then they just referred to the MCAS as MCAS, and nobody knew what it was, okay? And uh, technically, it was a system that the pilots, if they knew about it, would have had to be trained on before they would ever be, be able to use a plane, but they weren't. So what happened is the first plane when I, I think it was an uh, African Airlines um, plane. The first one was I can't remember exactly. I think it was of Egypt course, and Africa. Theory there. Um, Why would they choose that first? But either either way. Mm -hmm. So what happens is is when the plane detects this um, the uh, stalling on ascent, the MCAS corrects it. Okay, and, but the problem was they were only using one sensor, and when you have one sensor, you don't have a second sensor to yeah. check for a failsafe. Well, that sensor was default you was faulty so it was reading that you were always stalling no matter what you were doing and the pilots had no idea that the mcas was even on the plane so what would happen is they would get five seconds of being able to control the plane and then 10 seconds of the plane thinking it was stalling and pulling its nose down and then five seconds of them having control until you would crash and there's nothing they could do about it now boeing said that this was their fault because they should have just shut the mcas off but the MCAS was a system that no one was trained on. And unless you read really deep into the manual, you barely even found it. I think it was just on an index page in the back. 
And uh, yeah, the documentary pretty much proves that um, higher up management would tell you not to put anything in writing that had anything to deal with the MCAS because they didn't want to be able to trace it back because they did not want to have to jump through these hoops to get the plane out. They wanted to get it out as fast as possible. If anybody would have learned that this was a new system, uh, it would have been a problem. Um, so before the plane crash, you know, before they found the black box after the plane crashed, though, they were still blaming it on the pilots, saying the pilots just fucked something up and it couldn't have been our plane, right? Um, that was also a lie because they found the black box and they found out it was absolutely the MCAS. The pilots could do nothing. They were the plane was going to crash when it took off, no matter who was in the, you know, in the pilot seat. It would never have made it to its destination. So, um, the second plane that this happened to, these pilots happened to be trained on the MCAS, so they knew what to do if it started messing up, and they shut it off. And then it just turned itself back on and did the same thing anyway. So, um, yeah. Because then they think they've shut it off, so they're not going to go back to it. No, and and so what what you needed to realize... No, I think actually what had happened was by the time they shut it off... I don't know if it turned back on. I think it actually would happen now that I remember. By the time they shut it off, it was too late. They were already in such a steep angle downward. They were never going to be able to come back up before they hit the ground. And they only had like, I think the guy did the timing for it. And the thing was like six seconds, you would have had to realize that if you didn't shut it off within six seconds of it starting to happen, the plane was going to crash no matter what you did. And all of the, I'm, what I'm getting from this instantly is all of this was done, right? You said the first reason they did it is because Airbus was going to undercut their price. Yes. So they went through all of this just to save some money on their tickets and compete with another company. Yep. They cut all these corners, rushed it out. Yep. And it was because well, and it was because okay. of the merger. Like the the old philosophy of Boeing would have never done that. They would have just made a new plane. You know, like that's what everybody in the company wanted to do. Like the actual engineers, all the people on the line, maybe even some of the higher ups from the other side of management, not the new people coming in, but the new people coming in were running the company as a business, not as a you know, you have to run in safety an, first, when safety so many first with aircraft and in transportation. And they were not thinking of it that way. They were cutting corners so, wherever they could. That brings up an interesting uh, argument to you. Uh, so we all say competition is good for economics, right? Mm-hmm. Competition is good between companies. It drives prices down. It spurs innovation, all that kind of stuff. But it also leads to things like this, right? You're competing just to compete so you don't get knocked out. And you might cut corners because if you don't compete... And if you don't get this thing out, you're going to fail and you're yeah. going to lose your company. So, but then, then the, the, all, the flip side of that coin is always, well, regulation. Yeah. So, and then there's that balance that everybody always talks about. Well, free market versus too much regulation. Where's the line? You know, some people want no regulation. Yeah. Somebody, some people want a ton. So, but in this point, there was a ton of regulation. It's, a, it's an and airline actually, industry. But that's what he's but, mentioned too. They and were, there for is. some reason, they were able yeah. to cut back on their inspection team yeah. massively. So, so they, here's the thing. Anything that they did, they did not put in writing, so it couldn't be traced back that they were doing it. So, so, if, any, I wanted it to, so if any company came in with regulations, they would, it would be like a showboat day where they would have more people there and make it look like they were... Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they were I wanna, clearly... I want to talk about... And yeah, I can give you a perspective on that kind of regulation because I see it every day where I work. Yeah, yeah. That, there's uh, the FMVSS, which is the Federal Mandate for Vehicle Safety something. I don't look at the uh, thing every day, but there are so many jobs that are 
are federally mandated to be done a certain way and have extra uh, inspection and it's like monitored by a computer as well and cameras uh, to make sure that people are safe to all the way down to the smallest things like wiper motors and any electrical connection. This is just in a car. This is flying over nobody's head mm-hmm. with, while yeah. carrying more than a car ever could. And I mean, there's like a hundred something positions at my job, at least that are involved with that. And Boeing cut their planes down to how many people? Two? Yeah, it was four from fourteen to like two. Two. Yeah. And I'm vehicles. Just vehicles had. I have over a hundred something people that have inspected jobs yeah, like that. The vehicles are coming out, you know, in a higher uh, ratio though. They're yes. building one plane at a time, maybe two yes. planes at a time, and there's, right? Like there's and it's kind of cool cuz they have iPhones actually everywhere in these harnesses that are constantly recording video. It's all being sent back and monitored by federal agencies these processes. Uh I do want to say uh I did want to talk about your your thing that you said that uh they didn't put anything in writing because I've experienced that in my life a couple times. And what always tips me off is if I send an email and then I get a phone call. Yeah. Instead of an email reply. Yeah. If you ever, if you, the bats and bugs, if you ever send an email or a text and instead of a text back or an email back, you get a phone call, that's that person or that's that business not wanting to put anything in writing. Um, so figure out what state you're in and figure out the laws on the state. Cause a lot of states, uh, you can record conversations as long as one of the parties involved knows, and you're one of the parties involved. So if you, if that's the case, that's like, you might want to record that conversation, anything financial. A lot of times they won't reply to your email. They'll just call you. Yeah. And you're like, mm, I see what's going on here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I that see what's same going on thing here. happened to me when I purchased something on a website recently and the person would not email me. He would not message me at all on. Uh, he actually was just cold shouldering me completely. But uh, I was able to get a hold yeah. uh, of like his shop on the phone. But that didn't do anything. <laughs> you know, this yeah. is actually a. I don't know how dangerous of a topic we want to go near, but this is. Boeing all, probably kind of by law had to do it in a weird way. They had to do what they did, kind of, because they have fiduciary duty, which requires that they maximize profits for the shareholders at all times. Mm-hmm. By law, they're required to do that. So they had to do something to stay competitive, and it really all led back to that. Yeah. That's, they should have uh, cut corners to do it, but and they did. They cut inspection. And we've they talked about that before. Writing, as you said. Yep. It's all it's all a line. I mean, you'd think somebody would just do a giant market research on where these these gray areas everybody we're always fighting about are and just like with data points be like, well, usually about this much regulation on these items on these specific categories results in uh, the most positive versus, you know, too much regulation then stunts growth. And it's the lines about here, you know, or anything like that, where it's a gray area. Why don't we just have more research on the gray area because everybody's just argue, always arguing about it and then here's my we just thing. need to have some sort of here's my thing though Trinka. let nice me just stop you here and that. stuff uh just to say one thing um why lie when you know there's a black box on the plane that they're gonna find and it's gonna tell you everything that fucking happened like that's where it blows me out why uh, lie if the more you muddy the waters though with those lies, if you knew it happened, mm-hmm. the harder it is to pin down who really did it at the end of the day. That's fucking right. insane to me, dude. You can blame it on anybody, yeah. pin it on anybody, you can make those decisions, yeah, make your no money and not even the, go to jail for it. You can get somebody else to be so, sent or 
Sean, actually, uh, you- Jake, before we keep going on, Jake told me that there was a um, inspector or one of the people working uh, for Boeing that uh, they were trying to pin it on during all this before they found some of the boxes, or maybe it was even after they found the box, they were still trying to pin it on him. And this guy was so distraught by everybody, like he lost his job and all this other shit, and everybody was like thinking it was him that he killed himself. So this actually makes Jesus. some sense for what I know. Too, did he? Because, did he? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or did he get disappeared by uh, Boeing? Um, I didn't laugh wait, real- at all to connect it, but Boeing is also involved in the space industry in their partnership with uh, Lockheed Martin for United Launch Alliance. And they were actually supposed to beat SpaceX to getting astronauts back into space from U.S. soil and have had many, many problems with their launch and still to this day haven't. They're years behind SpaceX when they're supposed to be first. And it must have been because of some of this management pushing and rushing things and promising a table that could never happen. I mean, and taking billions of tax dollar uh, revenue to make this program happen for what? And they're, they're reusing so, so much of the old hardware. They didn't need billions. They weren't reinventing the wheel. Like SpaceX mm-hmm. even was. So that's that's just because, I mean, a large company, that's why big companies usually just buy startups instead of uh, trying to compete with them. Because when you're that smaller, you're building your processes. So you could build it from the ground up to be more innovative. Whereas if you're that large of a company, for Boeing to change its entire manufacturing strategy or R&D department, it literally has to move warehouses. It has to move staff. It has to, all this extra yeah. stuff. Whereas if you're a startup, you could just build it uh, a way that aligns more with the technology of today. So I think that's, that's why businesses usually buy startups. But to Zach's point earlier, when you said, why lie? And then you said, well, it muddies the waters. Have you guys ever heard in your life the, like, the first night back to the king? No. It, that's no. the story. So if you're, if you're in a medieval, you're in a battle, right? And the battle ends. Um, and it's, say it's a victory for your side or it's a stalemate or whatever. The first knight that gets back to the king to tell the story, that's the story. Mm. That's the story. And then now everybody else afterwards has to chase that or try to fit. Like Reviewed they're coming it, and they have to, have, that they have to give proof yeah. to change that story. They have to give proof to change that story. But they can't just say this is the story. Um. So, that, I mean, that should be in your everyday life, too. Like, if you're at work and if something happens, the first person back to the king, yeah. that's the story. That, so you need to be the first person crazy, to be... because I already wonder how much of our history is just way off the mark. Especially yeah. the further right. it goes back, how much is way off the mark. And that muddies the waters even further when you think of it that way. Where uh, who knows yeah. if what we have is just some fictional story the guy told. Like, well, oh, this battle was won by... Uh, the, by these yeah. people and how many yeah. and how many people who just not like us who live in a country where we have the luxury of well luxury of freedom of speech and all this other stuff we might have most of it right but still like you can get suppressed on twitter maybe not now because oh, yeah, of elon like, but so I, it could still happen but either way well i'm saying what about the people who are living in like you know places where uh that isn't the case too like uh russia where their history is different because oh, their I'd history, be interested. Yeah, I I I was watching a, a a documentary where history. The reason why Stalin is more popular now than he was back then is because the history books were rewritten. So now people don't really know of some of the worst things that he did. So they still think he's like a good dude, whereas the people back then lived through it and they knew. 
right? And, and now they can always say it's propaganda. What yeah, the Americans exactly. Wrote about right, because it's did. the first thing you learn, and it's because yep. the first it, it it applies to everyday life. It's not only the first night back to the king in a in a battle or a problem, right? It's the first information that a child hears. Yeah. Now you got to try to change that child's mind. That's why. Yeah. Right. That's why, like a uh, um, you know, like a stable and opposing viewpoint uh, education is so important. Otherwise, you end up with radicals. Uh, if they're only taught one thing, because how are you going to undo that? You need to first find somebody who can counter contradict the data, and then they got to do ten times more work than the first person ever did to teach somebody something new. Yeah, um, I'd be really, but, but it's everywhere. So that's what muddying it, the water does then for Boeing. They want to get that well, information get out, out there, ahead of so it. they get out ahead of it, and it's like, so yeah. is it true or is it not true? But still, well, they can spin many? it before it even happens. And that's crazy. They can spin it. So it's like, oh, it's like if you if you're a politician and you do something bad. Well, your best be- best thing to do is to get out ahead of it and spin it before the allegation even comes out. So when the allegation comes out, it's already spun. And then they have to try to fight all everything, your spin on it. I'm just saying, right? how do you so fight it, the black box is what I say, though, with refutable information that is definitely true. All they had to do is cast out all because there's not, it, you know, all they had to do is cast out that cast it was the pilots and blah, blah, blah. Was responsible. Yeah, that's all they yes. really need to do. Even if it's recorded that there was a failure and it was on this system, even if it's their company's fault, they need at least enough mud out there, enough dirt out there to make sure it isn't their heads that get chopped. Right. And even if they know at the end of the day, after two years of investigation, they're going to be on the hook for money, monetary uh, expenses and what have you and recalls, they know they can't lose public opinion. So what they'll do is they'll muddy the water long enough that the public loses interest and at the end of the day, uh, the public doesn't hate financial Boeing. crisis. <laughs> what? Right. You want to you want to muddy the water long enough that the pub so the public loses interest and then nobody cares anymore. Yeah. Only like one of those fucking guys went to jail. Uh, anyways. Classic. <clears throat> um. Let me tell you, Zach. You said so. You said uh, I don't know which episode it was. Twenty nine, thirty, something like that. Uh, you said that I put myself through stress um, because I move every couple years. And I, yeah. I, I half-heartedly agree. I was like, well, it's just moving. I mean, moving sucks, but it's not the end of the world. And then I remembered today why it is so bad. Um, I went to the DMV mm-hmm. because you have to. Yeah. Every time you move, yeah. you have to go yeah. and you have to update. And, yes. and every time I move, it's to a different state. Yes. And whenever you go to a different state, you have to prove you're a human. You have to prove you're not an alien, like not even like an alien from another country, literally from Mars. Um, you have to prove you, you almost have to bring your grandma. You have to bring your dog. You have to bring your dog's best friend. It is insane. So I went today because Jordan really wanted to vote. So she went down there to get her license updated so she could vote in this state because well, during the move, we were too uh, occupied with the move to get our early, bo- early yeah. ballots for South Carolina because we would not be there during the election to yeah. vote. So we didn't get our early ballots. Then we get here, and now we have to register to vote so, so she can vote. But anyway, so there's one DMV open, and they did it just for this, just for so people can register to vote because I voter ID laws and everything, and they want to appear transparent and that it's available to everybody. So they were like, well, we, we opened the DMV for a day so everybody could get their ID renewed, but, you know, even, even the day before. Um, so she goes in. And nobody knows. 
nobody knows that this DMV is open. She's the only one in there. There's like two wow. DMV people and then my wife. So she calls me and she's like, hey, you got to come down here and get, you know, do all the cars and get your license and do all this. There's nobody in this place. Like, all right, I'll, I'll go. You know, I want to work on the S10. I wanted, I wanted to work on the bed of it today, but I was like, you know, I'll go down. I'll go. Yeah, it's important. If there's nobody in line, let me do it. This is, this is a saga, let me tell you, before we get into this. I, uh, so I get there. It always is when you go, but this one's ridiculous. I get there, and I've brought everything I can think of. I brought my ID. I brought like 40 pieces of mail. I brought the, the paperwork from Chase on the loan, the actual signed paperwork from the title work company that I own the house. I brought a uh, change of address with the postal service and just everything, uh, credit cards, just everything I could think that they might need. I brought the title to every car and I brought the insurance papers on both the house and every car. And I'm like, this has got to be it. This has got to be good. Well, I sit down and I say, this is what I want to do. And the first thing she says is, well, did you bring your passport? I'm like, first off, I was going to say that. I'm thinking, who, what happens if they don't need it? What happens if somebody doesn't have a passport? Yeah. yeah. And she was like, well, did you bring your birth certificate? I'm like, birth certificate? I have a state. In what world is a state legal ID not a proof enough to get me another state legal ID? Like, it's, it's a, You've already done this as proof by the ID that I have in front of you. This is this should be enough. Plus my address uh, proof that I live here. These two things should be sufficient. Apparently it's not an ID plus. So I call Jordan. I have to have her run down. Hey, can you bring me my birth certificate, my social security card, my passport? Um, Bring the baby just in case they don't think he's real. Um, So so she comes, she drops off the paperwork and. In the meantime, I'm like, well, what can I do? Can I register my vehicles? You know, you have my address and everything. Can I register my vehicles if I can't update my ID? She's like, well, she looks at everything. She's like, she looks at my motorcycle. She's like, do you have the motorcycle here? I'm like, no, it doesn't run. It's I'm working on it as a project bike. She's like, well, you can get the, you can call the police and you can have them visit your house. They have to check the VIN. I'm like, okay. <laughs> So I'm not doing that. So I guess uh, whenever I get that running, I'll come and play it. Uh, then the, she was like, okay, well, we can do the one car. Out of the four vehicles I have, she could do the one car. It was the only one that was right. And there was even question on that. She was like, the, the, the dealer didn't sign here on this line. And they went to the manual and she went to the other three people. I'm the only one in this fucking place. I'm just sitting there. I'm the only one there. And they're like... T- well, did he have the paperwork? I'm like, she's already told me no on almost everything I have. Um, but anyway, they were able to do the, the Buick. But so I stopped. I, I finished up what I was doing. At that time, somebody else had walked in. They had their ticket. You got to still hit the ticket. Even if you're the only yeah. one in there, you still had to hit the take a ticket thing. And it prints out and then you hold it and then they go 23 and you're like, it's me. I love uh, that and then you walk up. Uh, <laughs> so somebody else had hit the ticket. So when I finished up the Buick and I walked outside to get the thing, that person got in front of me then. So I come back in and I got to sit there for 35 minutes while they do the same thing to this lady. Uh, anyway, I get back up there. I get back up there with my, with everything. I had, again, I had my birth certificate, my uh, social security card, my grandma's uh, signature, everything. Um, I'm sitting there and I give them, hold on, I'm going to, take a break for a sec to make sure I get this correct. Okay. I give them everything. I give them all the paperwork they asked for. And they're like, great, we can do your license. 
okay, cool. So I get up and I go and I do the little eye exam and then I take my picture. Not allowed to smile with teeth. Sir, stand on the line. Don't lean up against the curtain. You're smile. You can smile, but you cannot show teeth. Got it. Uh, do that. Go sit back down. She goes, oh, did you want the motorcycle endorsement? I'm like, yeah, I did. I mean, it's on my license currently. Yeah. And she's like, hmm, see, you're coming from out of state, so you're going to need to take the, li- the motorcycle test again. I'm like, I got my motorcycle license in Indiana. I was like, this is where yeah, I got my test. Like, I moved from this state and back to this state. She's like, yeah, but technically you're considered out of state. I was like, I'm not a different person. I said, I didn't turn into a squirrel. Um, I literally said that nobody found it funny, but I, I was like, yeah, I, okay, I, I'm, I, I was like, I took the test here. You have it in your system. Sir, you can sir, see. sir, can you calm down? Your horrible comedy will get us nowhere, sir. Okay. We're just yeah. trying to help you I've here never at the known, DMV. Yeah. Sir. Out real quick. I've never known a DMV employee to have a sense of humor in the first place. So that just it, is it, on just, brand. It's bureaucracy for the, for the sake of bureaucracy. It's red tape for the it. sake There's of red they, tape at this point. You can't have any fun. But, it doesn't make any sense. Or you think there'd be a human being in there that went, well, he had a license in Indiana. He took the test and the thing. It, just because he left and came back doesn't make him unable to ride a motorcycle now. He didn't all of a sudden become not able to motor, ride a motorcycle because hey, he man, went to South Carolina. Hey, Trinka, these roads down here, they're just, they just hit different. You're not used well, to these roads it was anymore. Just, yeah, you got it. It was yeah. just, no, no. The thing is, it wasn't, even the fucking, roads are all it wasn't even the fucking. It wasn't even the what he's saying, I think. It, it, it wasn't paper, even the practical. It? it was the written test. <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, she hands me a book. Well, now that you're... No, I no, no. Get, listen, now that you're a Hoosier again, you, people just assume you're dumb. So they're like, oh, he's going to need to take this test again. Well, no, you okay. move back here. I yeah. would assume you're dumb. Yeah, yeah you oh, move you back, back here. So you got out. Guys, yeah, and something's wrong with this guy. <laughs> so when I, did I say when I came back in, there was a lady in front of me, so I had to wait, and I had yeah. to take another ticket. So nice. I had 23, she had 24, then I had 25. So I've got 23 and 25 tickets now. Uh, ticket numbers. Those are my numbers. I should have kept these. Uh, but then I went, okay, so they set me up with the test. But before they could set me up with the test, they shredded everything they did because I, we got to create a whole new application now. So because they, they had everything done for my license, and then she said, did you want your motorcycle endorsement? Classic. So everything we did is now void. I signed everything. It's now all void. Um, so, but they said, then they, they turned to each other and they said, well, we're not allowed to do tests today. Um, you know, today is just about the, getting the IDs and stuff. And I, I'm looking around and I'm like, what, what the fuck? You can't do the test? And they called like the governor's daughter or something, got them on the phone to be like, are we, there's a guy here. Um, he's trying to renew his license. Are we allowed to do the test? It's just a paper test. Like it's literally, that's it. It's not like they got to get an inspector or whatever. They, it's just the paper test. And the guy finally says yes, or whoever's on the phone says, yeah, okay, go ahead. And meanwhile, I'm looking around like, who am I holding up? What are you guys doing besides yeah. this? Anyway, they, they, so they say, okay, you can go take the test. So I go, I get all my paperwork, and I go sit. It's not actually a paper test. It's on a touchscreen. I put all my stuff down, and I take the test. You're allowed to miss 20. You're allowed to miss five questions. I missed all five, but I passed. Okay. Uh, okay, okay. Yeah, I missed all five questions because they were, they were just silly things that i did think hard enough about i guess um but i passed but now somebody else has come in so now i got to go back to the take a ticket and now i'm uh, where they were 26 so i'm 27 and i'm sitting there with my ticket again (laughs) did george George show up with all your proof yeah she did george had to show up with lunch for him because it's been five hours by this point (laughs) 
So we're over an hour in and I'm back. I'm now 27. I'm now ticket number 27. Uh, so I get up there and the lady that was helping me got, was off work. So she gets up and leaves and I've got a new person that I've got to explain everything to. And they go through all my paperwork the exact same way. Like, well, do you have that? I'm like, yeah, I got that. Well, did you take, did you want the motorcycle? I'm like, yeah, I, well, I already took the test. Here's the, here's the, here's the test. And then, and then they had to double check the, they had to double check the South Carolina license because this lady didn't believe that lady. So they pull out an encyclopedia. That other guy that was in there has left. So it's, again, it's just me. And like, now it's just the two ladies working there instead of the three. Um, they pull the lady in the back. I've got like two DMV clerks all to myself. The lady in the back has pulled out an encyclopedia of, of, of like state IDs to verify that the endorsement in South Carolina was correct. They're just finding every loophole they possibly can to make sure that I can't get done what I need to get done. So finally, she closes it and she's like, is it G? Is that whatever classification G? And the lady's like, yeah. And he's like, OK, OK. So. I do all the paperwork again with her and I get up and I do the eye test again. You know, seven, nine, three, two, blah, blah, blah. And I, sir, can you back up to the curtain? Don't lean on the curtain. You can smile, but don't use your teeth. Okay, I smile and get my fucking picture. I go to sit back down. She's like, oh, wait, your, your motorcycle endorsement's not on here. I must have clicked through the screens too fast. We got to do that again. <laughs> <laughs> so... This has got to be do it. bullshit. No way, drinker. <laughs> no. So we do it again, and I go back to the thing, back to the curtain. They didn't make me take an eye test for the third time, but they did make me take a picture for the third time, because apparently they don't save them. I don't... Or something. So I had to go back to... Sir, you can stand at the red box. You leap up against the curtain. Don't lean on the curtain. You can smile, but don't show teeth. Okay, here we go. Got my picture. I go to sit back down. I got everything done. Uh... I got my license. I got two of my vehicles, but two of my vehicles are still unplated in Indiana because I have to call the police out to my house so they can verify that I didn't steal these vehicles because they're out of state vehicles. They have to double check the VIN. So I have to go back to the DMV soon to do this shit again. I want to see. It, it was the most comical <laughs> fucking thing. Through, I walked out of there and I was just laughing. Through like, all of this, I want to see each driver's license photo somehow i want to see you drained of energy by each step and just (laughs) disappointed from like as smiley as you can be without teeth to just uh, so broken down and sad at least we can get the last one with the least energy at the end of the day yeah i i thought i was just like boy i am so glad i came today because if they did this to me on a day that this place was packed and i had to wait every time i did that take a ticket the three or four times i had to take a hit the fucking screen and get a little number for them to call me up (laughs) if this place was full every time i had to do that my god that's a that's a just a skit and you lived it yeah you lived it that is like a a dmv classic that is a key appeal yeah like yeah (laughs) (laughs) that is sir 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 um, is your the, grandma here? Is your line. grandma here? <laughs> hey, you remember when uh, it was insane? That they they did do a skit like that. It's when you're they're calling your airplane boarding flight, and you think you're going to be called early because he was like a three, but then like so many got called before me. It's like um, ladies with pink shirts uh, holding yes. babies. Yes. <laughs> and he's like, "What? That's a boarding? <laughs> he's like, Come on! What's a religious baby? Yeah, really? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> holding religious babies. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, that's me. Sorry. And then you pass him up. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. And he ends up being the last person on the plane. he's on boarding party A, which is supposed to be first. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that was insane. Well, anyway, I got out at dark, so I didn't get any 
pretty much anything done on the truck. I got like a couple hours in, and that was it. That's fun. Uh, welcome back to Indiana. Yeah, Drinka. welcome to Indiana. Back where um, oh, everything makes sense. Economically here. depressed. Speaking of that, uh, DMVs with only one worker that don't know what they're doing. Oh yeah. No, there yeah, were three, three and they were just on a mission to fuck me over. But the but they were so like nonchalant about it. They weren't like <laughs> mad. They were just like, is that section three? Type? Like, might as well have been robots. It was yeah. bureaucratic. They didn't they, understand they, English. They weren't normal DMV employees. Even those were the people that legislate Indiana's guys. They were emergency people, so of course they knew the law and they knew the books and they yeah. had yeah. to do everything perfectly. The end of this. Let me tell you this. We're not able to vote in Indiana because we registered too late. You had to register a couple of weeks ago. So now we can't vote in South Carolina or there. It was all pointless. So, I mean, at least I got my stuff done. But George's whole reason for going was so she could okay, vote, yeah. not able to vote. Classic. Well, at least hers wasn't uh, long, Ben, because she would have completely wasted her time. You still got your stuff done. So there is a uh, silver lining. Way to be un-American, the two of you, to not exercise yeah. your rights to vote. Right. What, that, well, Trinket that, just refuses to. Here's the thing: Trinket refuses to exercise no matter what it is. If you use the word exercise, it, 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 he's just not going to do it. So if you're like, yeah, hey, demons, exercise the, treadmills, no, 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 it doesn't don't, really matter. I'm not doing any of these. I thought don't. he was a martial uh, artist. Rights to vote? No, he just punches things. That's not exercise. Oh, okay, like okay. he doesn't run. He doesn't. Yeah, do you heard it here. I'm more of a jujitsu is not. I'm more uh, of a uh, martial theorist. Yeah, uh, martial theorist. Uh, yeah. Okay, you sit there and you consider. I ponder you, like, tai, oh, so you're Tai things. Chi, basically. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm more of the, I'm more of the, yeah, the theory behind it. Meditation and motion. Um, but just think about it. If he ever put it into practice, like, whew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if he ever did. <laughs> my God. Your phone vibrated and scared oh the shit out of me. <laughs> I saw that already look on once. your face. Uh, behind the scenes. Uh, I'm going to just, just describe what's going on for listeners here. Uh, I have my camera. Take a picture at the of, of this with your yeah, phone. I will, I will post a picture of this, but uh, we have a little phone screen uh, propped up on top of my camera to see Trinka, and it is—it's just his cell phone hanging there and could fall over, break, and die at, at any, any moment. moment. And did already once. Yeah, and if and yeah, it, it, he just got a text and it vibrated, and I thought it was gone again. So episode pics and vids. Check out our Discord, guys, by the way. We yeah. post stuff for this podcast all the time in there. If you're not in there, you're going to miss some of the context for this stuff. This is some of this, a lot of it doesn't even make it into shorts, so your only way to see it is to uh, join our Discord, your yeah. other podcast Discord. Uh, so speaking of what we talked about last time, Jord pulled me aside today and said, what is eSports? I said, what do you she mean? She's know. like, I heard you. She said, I heard you guys talking about it for an hour, and I still don't understand. Oh, so and we I didn't go, do it I went through every job, analogy. Huh? I went through every analogy with her that we talked about. And I'm like, I don't get, and I was showing her pictures of how it's set up, how it's, so here's the teams, here's where they sit, here's the screens that the people watch, you know, here's exactly how it works. And she's just like, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, how doesn't it make sense? It's like, okay, if two people are playing chess and they just, instead of touching the wooden pieces, they put it on a screen and they, it's a touch screen. And then you project that touch screen above their heads through the audience. That would be the exact same thing. Yep. And they do kind of already do that with chess. Yep. They'll just have a representation of the board up yeah, on a screen. You can't see the board. Yeah. Yeah. It's too small from it. If you're sitting in the stands, too small. But that's right. actually funny because sh- I, I wasn't watching this before we talked about that bit. But the classic phone Google thing happened where they heard me and they started to 
advertised to me that the League World Championships were going on. <laughs> and I was like, well, fuck it. I used to play League a lot. Like, how are things going? And the finals were literally Saturday. Yeah. The World Finals were literally Saturday. I, and Faker was in it again. The guy's 10 years old, and he's still... A world fighter. He's, he's only ten years old. Yeah, ten, <laughs> ten years old in the sport. Yeah, yeah. A ten he's year got, tenure in League yeah, of Legends, yeah. which is basically the entire history. Of yeah, it. exactly. He's he he's was the finals. original clip of people losing their and, minds. And is did him. it blow her mind how many people watch it? Because that stadium, yes. even now, and leagues kind of tapered some in its mainstream popularity. Some, it's still huge. Mm-hmm. Sold out a thirty thousand person football arena. Yeah, she she no problem. It probably sold out almost immediately. She doesn't. Yeah, she doesn't understand it. In the United States, by the way, obviously. And then it made her, it made her scared. She somehow equates playing digital sports as a dystopian. Yes, she said it's very dystopian. I'm like, what makes it dystopian? She said we're one step away from like. Uh, virtual reality and taking up your whole. Life. I'm like, how is that also dystopian? I'm like, you don't have to. Like, I was like, did was Ready Player One? Did that get you? She was like, yeah, because it was dystopian. I was like, but it didn't have to be. They could have had everything about Ready Player One, and then when they take off their headsets, it's like a thriving economy and everybody's doing good, and there's like a juice bar. They yeah. could, it didn't have to be. That was two <laughs> wait, separate wait, wait, premises. Wait, wait, wait. wait, is your criteria for everything going good is that there is a juice bar? There's a juice bar. Yeah, if yeah there's a juice mean, bar. We're yeah, doing we have revealed a little bit into his psyche. We're doing yeah, good. Yeah, Drink we're doing good. That you, your you other know. podcast. He, juice he bar. lives Listen. down the street from a Listen. juice bar. That's why he said it. He just wants. Us I'm to just think saying. Uh, I'm just saying. You don't. You never see the potato famine, and then like uh, uh, during pictures, there's like a juice bar. You don't see okay. it. You're not going mean, to see uh, it. I can't deny that. Okay. I get I technically. Deny I can't that either. deny never... that. The Great Depression. If you're looking at the the Dust Bowl pictures or the Great Depression in Hooverville's, you're not seeing a tent, yeah. tent, broken down thing, guy with uh, patches on his knees, uh, juice bar. Yeah, it's not happening. You know what? Uh, now that I think about it, the Jamba juices around you have closed. Are we? Are we headed somewhere? Oh, we're going downhill. We already yeah. foretold this. Juice bars so. are the height of luxury. That's a new way Juice to measure. That is a new way to measure it, I guess, huh? L- yeah, like like IHOPs and storm severeness is juice bars and economic like, yeah. stability. Everybody, that okay. is a good way to measure because everybody needs food. So yeah, restaurants they may suffer a little, but they're gonna survive. Yeah, people are still gonna drink because they're gonna maybe be more depressed. It's the de- uh, you know yeah. you're in an economic recession. You need something to distract yourself. But juice, that's a luxury. Juices, yeah. smoothies, that's that is a luxury. luxury so yeah. Yeah, that's gonna die off first. You know what I'm saying? You can live without it. It's not curing your depression that much. It and it's not happy, addictive. But... So even like Starbucks, you could be like, oh, Starbucks is a similar thing. No, it's addictive. They're yeah. selling a drug. They're selling caffeine. caffeine. They're yeah. selling yeah. Juice bars are selling you what? Pulp? Yeah. Well, there can well, be sugar. It's... Yeah, but you can get sugar from anything. Sugar, yeah, so, but you can yeah. get sugar from it, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, well, there you go. Measuring stick for the economy. <laughs> you heard it here. From How many Tony juice bars are currently? Why are we on a growth trend? Are we on a growth trend for juice bars? Or are we on a decline for juice and bars? I want and that tells a, you everything. And you I'm going to need a 100 page uh, report written up by you here, Trinka, for this yeah, business model and for Thank the, you guys. Yeah. Have a good night. <laughs> now, I can, I can see that angle that, to go back to what George was saying, though, that she's coming from because. There's a theory that well, maybe one of the reasons we don't see a bunch of alien civilizations is that maybe the pathway to true happiness is a self-imposed good version of the Matrix, where you can live out your perfect reality and be happy all the time in a virtual world, so species just end up doing that. 
and maybe yeah. the, so the more we, people we make dive a simulation games, type of a simulation. Yeah. yeah, the more people dive into games and the more people distract themselves and throw themselves into a different world, you know, that, that is, becomes a believable you just, outcome. You just fucking cracked the multiverse, bud. You just cracked string theory. You I, cracked everything. I was unaware that we were done talking about the last thing still, so I thought you were going to somehow link it to that, and my brain was imploding. But then you brought it all back around, so we're good. I uh, <laughs> Look, you cracked, you cracked everything. Because if we are, in fact, a sim- in a simulation, and our end goal is to create another yeah. simulation... Well, that's your multiverse. We're just layers and yeah, layers and, and layers of simulations. That's why, and you know, if it keeps going like that, if if we can ever make a reality that's indistinguishable from the one we're currently, and even if it's real or not, then you can assume, well, that in that simulation, it can be made too if it's just as real as our one. And if you that keeps going, you throw a dart at a wall, you're probably gonna hit the simulated world right and that statistically there's only one real one at that point yeah so what are the chances that we're in that real one if we believe that's at all possible and you threw a dart at the board chances are we're not in that real one we're in one of the the messed up universes if you think about it the messed up thing is you can change things in those simulated universes so we know the universe to exist as gravity and stars and dust and comets and planets that eventually form but what if the real reality has nothing to do with any of that the real reality is a white box a white endless void cube that there's like a species of in you like what if what if it's that there's no we can change when you create another sub sub uh reality you can change it whatever way you want. And the species living, the, the beings living in that simulated reality would not know that it wasn't how it always is. So then, you, then they create a, uh, you know, a sub-reality and they can change it whatever way they want to change it. Guys, and I have... So I'm wondering if we're even in the best one. We could be in a real shitty one. We could be in The Sims 3. Exactly. You know? First of all, statistically... We're almost guaranteed to be in one if one ever existed ever. And now, are we even in the good one? I mean, we could be somebody's middle school project in a greater upper universe that got a D minus. We're the shitty fucking universe <laughs> in the classroom. Here's the well, here, here's his, a tangential his economic pr- art project. Yeah. yeah, here's a tangential story that is kind of uh, uh, links on the multi universe, multi layered, you know, maybe we're in a simulation thing. Uh, and t- uh, tell me what you guys think about this. So one of my coworkers, she's uh, an older lady. She uh, works in the city besides what she does with me. And she got off work and they all had a meeting and then they went to a bar afterward with her coworkers. And she knows exactly when she got home and she knows exactly when she went to bed. When she woke up at, I think she said it was like 2.30 or 3 because her uh, son texted her and he lives... Um, where the time zone's different. So it's gonna, he's gonna text her at late time. So she just wakes up. She notices that after 12 o'clock, she has 4,000 steps on her phone, as well as uh, like a message that she didn't remember getting at all. And she's like, How did that get there? Like, is her phone from a different universe? Did she get the different universe phone blinked. or did she blink yeah, over? I've wondered, yeah, on a side note here, I've always wondered. 
because to me, the eighth wonder of the world, and many people would she, say so. But for, is, for reference, she went to bed at 10, so she would have never been walking. And she woke when up she at woke 2, up, and she yeah. had 3,000 steps. I mean, the phone. easy answer is that she sleptwalk. Sleepwalk. Yeah, that's sleep what I told her. That's, sleep, that's what I told her. Well, like, you're that's a lot of steps. Yeah, that's a lot of steps. So she, lives in a, she said she lives in an 800-foot square apartment. A square foot apartment. So to walk, she left, lived a whole nother nightlife. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> clubbed, partied, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I've always like to me one of the eighth wonder of the world. And I think a lot of people agree is the internet. It's mm-hmm. ridiculous in what it's been able to do. And we can go a little deeper into that, but the internet's so ridiculous and expansive, and there's so many weird and strange ideas and personalities that you don't see in person ever because people act differently on the internet and it's always made me wonder what if the multiverse can is connected through the internet sometimes mm. and that some of the people on there aren't even from our reality they're from one similar they that's the, that's the they giant, wouldn't know they're commenting on the internet thinking as long it's the as, same as wait, us and they think our ideas are just as alien and weird and i've never heard somebody that's say the this john as, that's john teeter that's that's, that's from yeah it's not even just from Science that Gate. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's from Science Gate, idea, but that's yeah. a that's a thing before Science Gate. it's just like an internet thing where it's like hey this guy came from this says he kind of came from the future and he predicts all these things and you're like how do you know you're not talking to somebody who jumped from a different multiverse or is from the future or what if some of those flat earthers on the internet are actually living on a flat earth and they're confused as hell exactly because we live on a (laughs) not we live on a spherical earth yeah, and we're we're interacting with them saying no, the earth is this. clearly round, <laughs> and they're on Even the internet. More. <laughs> but some people in our reality are getting fooled by what they read on the yeah. internet. So that's why we run into these people now. But the origin was from our, you know, the internet is so I, advanced and insane that it where they muddied the waters. Yes. They're muddy in the waters. Yeah, I have a. I love this so much because then every crazy person who is talking about the end times or like predictions, like Zach was saying. They could be a hundred percent right, and yeah, just, just in the wrong universe. Reality, and then you, yeah. yeah, or maybe they blinked over to this existence, yeah, they, and they're talking about what's clearly gonna happen in their universe. But yeah. now they're in this one, and it doesn't. And now yeah. they're crazy. Yeah, you can't. Even Everything do- you've ever heard of the JFK assassination, a hundred percent. Every conspiracy ever Is now true. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and you can't. In you somewhere. can't even deny it. You just feel pity for these people because they were. They accidentally cross wires with the alternate universe or dimension or fell for some of those people that happened to be on the internet with us. The yeah. internet is a, I, a what, uh, what do you even call that? A transient. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it transcends media. technology, yeah. media. It, 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 it's so big. And, and any other universe that has it, they, they just interact with Started each other connecting. in a way we can't Started even understand connecting. we yeah even google doesn't even understand how their own algorithms work anymore you can't there's no one at google that can tell you how their search algorithm works exactly yeah exactly how it works because they can give you a brief overview yes. but they can't be the like because there's algorithms on algorithms on algorithms on algorithms this shows up point. anymore mm-hmm. it's way out of there what they uh originally did they handed That's, it off i I really love this. I and now I got. I'm gonna be thinking about ways that this is just impacting our life. Because do you think that? Do you think that uh, conspiracy theories were as prevalent before the internet? Because like, do you think people in 1972 were saying the JFK was? I'm sure there was. I'm sure there was. Right. So did yeah. those people? Yeah. 
Could it extend? Could it extend? Okay, what you're saying, could we find the link that Jose might be just straight up right here? If we go back and look well, at conspiracy what I'm saying theories, is, explode, yeah. they're going to explode after the internet because whenever information gets yeah. exchanged, you know. Yeah. Right. But, but maybe we've just opened the hole wider, right? So now we've created conspiracy theory that makes yeah. conspiracy theorists right, guys. I hope you know this. Oh, this is a conspiracy God. theory podcast at this point. We've done it on accident. Oh, give me the jingle. Give me the jingle. <laughs> we just met it. I don't even remember. We just met I'm from, an, I'm, I'm from another. Conspiracies for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. You guys remember. See, I yeah. must be another universe act because I forgot. Yeah. So. That's why he forgets every episode. He doesn't yeah. know what we're on. That's uh, No, I got it right this time. Yeah. I'm from an alternate did, universe where 27 is still the episode we're on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. So oh, now wow. you can, those people that seem crazy, it might you might want to pity them yeah. partially instead. Feel bad just, for them. It's not even really their fault. Because they don't know they're out of place. They're just a man out of place. Not yeah, aware. They're, they're, yeah, they're sheeple, man. They're not. They're not plugged yeah. in. Oh, imagine bro. you. Yeah, you have to. Oh, you have so to be sympathetic because imagine you somehow wake up like that lady did in another universe, so, and you don't understand. Everything's the same except something is different, and you're telling everybody this thing is different, and now you're. You just guys, crazy. have you guys ever heard the? Um, and this could be an old That's wives' tale, sad, but actually. I've, I've uh, heard this before, where um, uh, <clears throat> the police come to the the house for a disturbance or whatever, and uh, they're like, "Hey, uh, you know, uh, what do you what are we coming? Uh, what, what what are you calling us for?" And they're like, um, "This is not my husband." She points to this guy that's her husband. And the police look around the whole house, and all these pictures of her and this guy up there. And she's like, "What are you talking about?" And she's like, "I killed my husband last week." <laughs> and then they're just like, "What?" And it's like, "So crossover oh, husband, shit, yeah." Yeah, and this was uh, like I I looked tried to look up the story. I don't remember how much I found on it, but I definitely have heard that story multiple times. Probably an old wives' tale, but it's like, you know, probably a cool premise for a show. Somebody's schizophrenic, yeah, or like just completely lost touch with reality. Yeah, because because the universes are overlapping. Wake up, yeah, wake Wake up, up. listeners, or they're not even universes; just the simulations are overlapping, and that's why ghosts are real too. Yeah, because the universe is coming too close together, and that alive version of you. Is phasing in a little right. bit, right? Mm-hmm. Right. It's not. That's not. That's not the. That's not your deceased grandpa. That is your living grandpa in a different time simulation. in a different simulation. Oh God, bats and bugs. I hope you're enjoying chewing on this because this is a this, this is a thought provoker. I think. Yeah, it's a little bit less of our usual comedy, but uh, some fun. It, and you know what? We can actually thank George for this because it all started from the, bringing the esports. Yeah, back. bringing the thanks. So George. Thanks, George. For, you shout got us out to get George. deep here. <clears throat> oh, that was man. actually okay, in my so notes. I'm, talk about the universes possibly interacting through the internet. So it just happened on. Never, it. Uh, I wasn't looking at my phone this entire time, so I wouldn't have thought to ever bring that in. It wow, that's so well. crazy. That's perfect. There's the synchronicity between uh, us just as a. Uh, our right, lives. How about how me and Trika both randomly took a bath the last week and both randomly our girlfriends popped in and took a picture of us while we were in there in yeah. a bubble bath. You still haven't put your picture. Amber in. has it. I'll tell her to post it up right, right after now, this. Yeah. yeah. The episode's not even out yet, so people haven't yeah. even heard to look at the Discord. Exactly. So he's still oh, okay, safe. Okay, okay. Exactly. In fact, uh, we haven't... I'm going to take it a little lighter hearted so people don't have to be afraid that nothing they ever do is their decision. Uh, this is all program. And continue last week's uh, bit for uh, Lights can Comics. Lights yeah, Comics. Lights Comics Action. Action. Also, and, uh, and Collective ask, Comics on yes, uh, YouTube. Ask them the second part. 
they haven't gotten a chance to respond yet. The episode's not even out. But uh, on the other side, who do you think are some of the best heroes in fiction? And wait, before even that, do you agree with me on last week? Do you think Marvel has a villain problem? Because I just started with that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but you guys may not agree or think that they do. You, you both, both. I'm assuming have seen a lot of the movies. Maybe Trink has seen one or two because of his lifestyle. But yeah, no, they um, they're going to see all of them. As a matter of fact, we're going to see Wakanda Forever uh, next oh, Thursday. You're going to see with them? Yeah, you're going to do another one. Yeah, he, Zach is doing two. I thought it was just a guest feature. It seems like now he's going to be a regular yeah, he's, guy. He's yeah. doing two at once. What That's a whole heck? side thing. We'll get back I'm to that. I'm going to see the movie stopped, at least. He's it just, doesn't mean I'll be on the he's podcast. He's just posting. Yeah, maybe. Wait, I want to say, Jose, he's shirking his duties here. He hasn't posted anything on socials in a, like a year and a half what? now. No, and he's Because no, 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 he's, he's no, no, two-timing he us. I posted him he's two-timing us. Yesterday, yeah, yesterday I missed. So if you look, that was the first day ever that I missed, and I only missed on YouTube. I actually just forgot to do it. I got caught watching videos when I started working. okay, okay. Yeah, it, I I started doing it, and this low, happens by the all way. the time. Go give us a look on TikTok. Yeah, everybody. look at us, guys. I do. We're sad. Yeah, I don't know what happened to TikTok. I maybe we're maybe we're on a, like a week long, two week long shadow ban thing again. Maybe Zach said dick too much. Uh, so it is true because our recent bit we talked shit about the queen being a racist bitch is what he was saying in it. Yeah, but that one popped off. That one on just YouTube got... liked it, but TikTok maybe that got us. I didn't TikTok put that one band. on TikTok. I don't put them all on the same time. Okay. I do. You think Marvel even has a villain problem? Because I asked that last week. We didn't really even address that. We talked about villains we liked, but that was my original thought if, that got it, me it, there. Yeah, if you're if you're um. If your criteria for villain is somebody like Thanos, like somebody that's all like just doom and it's large scale and they're they answer to all of these problems with. Yeah, then, yes, they do. But what what's wrong with some like one off villains? You know, what's wrong with a new villain every season and low tier, low stakes? I mean, high stakes to that person in that moment, but low stakes in the universe. Yeah. My issue with it and why I came there is they're not memorable at all for me, which kind of makes the movie itself weak. Even If the movie is just a sacrificial lamb to make an Avengers movie, I guess, then yeah, there you go. Sell some tickets and get there and get to your bigger villain that you built for. But it just leaves me, especially these days, like modern Marvel movies, it leaves me feeling so empty and caring so little about even getting there anymore. Like I've dropped off recently with these movies. I was going to say, when was the most recent one you even watched? Uh, that is a good question. What is the most recent one I watched? Uh, Doctor Strange, the new Doctor Strange movie. Okay, and that so one was you. actually better. And I think that's one of the better examples of Marvel's villains is when they turn the good guy bad because you you right. come to appreciate and love the character, and then to see him twisted, of course that's good. Just base level before they even do anything in the movie, seeing the hero fall is a sad one. But other than that, I mean, to me. The newer post Endgame Marvel movies have had forgettable villains. Even before that, forgettable villains with uh, little to weak motives or character development at all. So, yeah, but I think to be a... Okay, so I think to be a memorable villain, the villain has to drive the story. Right, and a lot of those movies are the hero driving the story and building the universe. The problem of the is, hero. the problem is, this is the hero. Let's fall in love, exactly like you said, because they're building a universe. So they're giving us a lot more runaround with the hero side things that just deal with the hero and their life and building them up, and not a lot, not enough of the villain. 
Whereas, but even not with that, before you go any farther on, but even not with that, what I think of is a lot of times the villain's just there to make the hero look good or to make the hero grow in some sort of way. And that is it. And so that's a problem. Like you can show all this hero's development on the side and all this, but the, but then you either have to show some of the villains or the villain has to have his own motives and feel like a real person and not just a stepping stone for the hero. Damn. Cause that's what Look at- ends up happening. And cause we all know the hero is going to fucking win. It's a superhero fucking movie. Like 99% of the time the hero fucking wins. Like, so you have to make the villain either likable or, or even just understandable in general. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just yeah. something. How many Marvel villains can you name off the top of your head right now from MCU movies? Half of them are good guys. Like Magneto's actually a good guy, right? That's one of them I can name, but he actually not an MCU. is also not an MCU. He's not an MCU yet. Oh, okay. So he's gotta be. Yeah, well, epic, I, but... for me, I'll give you some Loki. Loki, yeah, dude, he's great. Uh, Thanos, they, Thanos, free one. I, uh, Black Panther, the Black Panther villain, and his name is. You can't even remember yeah. his name. Uh, Fearmonger, Fearmonger, yeah, 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 for it's Warmonger, Warmonger, yeah, my second one. All right, there. You couldn't even remember his name. We're at three. Well, that's not. That, what yeah, is the bad guy in the first I, Iron Man? I couldn't remember. Name. I remember him. I yeah, can't think of it at all. And that's a good movie. But that's again, they're just introducing a speed bump. That is not a villain to me. Uh, to be a true good villain, because you guys are, they are building a universe. To be, if you're going to be a standalone movie and have a truly good villain, you need to start the whole thing with the villain. The problem you start here's the movie the true, with the here's villain. the true problem, Trinka. It comes start the, listen, it comes from comic books where a release is like maybe weekly or t- two weeks, monthly, and we get these movies once every couple years, right? So you can't yeah, give us speed bumps time, when we have years money. in between. It needs every story needs uh, to matter. Yeah. You can't have speed bumps when yeah. it's like that. You can have speed bumps it on needs a weekly to stand release. on its own and work in what it's especially with what they're doing. So, okay. So is Alien are the aliens from Aliens? Is that a good villain? I think it yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Even if you only okay. saw the they first spent... one, they're absolutely a great villain. The, here's the thing, and in, in okay. seeing the second one is even more terrifying because you're like, there's more than one now. Because in the first one, it is just yeah, the that one just alien. how dangerous. Just one of them is. Is the Predator a good villain? Uh, a that little a more little boring. Bit, a little, a weaker, little more yeah. boring to me. A slightly more weaker, yeah. Yeah. Slightly more weak. Yeah. So what makes them a good what makes Alien a good villain? Um Well it's, it's Is it just because it's not even a villain, well, it's more of a take horror? The, the media that they're shown in and how it was made too. Yeah. If you just if you pull the alien out of the movie, yeah, on paper it's gonna seem weaker, but the way that they did the story is different. And it, when you I'm not even saying pull the villain from the Marvel movies out and look at them on paper. Look at them within the movies and what they did with them. And anyone, so that's I what I'm saying. What, so, what makes a good villain is, I think, yeah. what I'm trying to get to the I bottom. We of talked here. about this last episode. Yeah, we did. God I was mainly asking if you thought that the villains in the MCU were good villains. I think did the they alien meet our villain. Criteria and how many of them? Like I said, I pointed it out. You you don't even really remember them. At the end of the day, you forget them because they are gone again, or they didn't leave a huge impact on you. Let's, go, let's say this, Trinka. Alien and Predator are both very similar villains. I think, to me, the fact that the alien is slightly less sentient makes it a better villain than the Predator who kind of like knows what he's doing. Or, yeah, yeah it's you against a, a, just a powerful force you do not understand, and it's a story of overcoming, and then the villain can just be an obstacle. Like an because, apex biological... Yeah. 
you know anything like if a lion was dialed up to its maximum so it's evolution just nature or yeah, something. yeah yeah we it's, it's, it's man versus yeah, nature it's because naturally in us intrinsically we are we sc- are scared of predators still because that's that was a thing ingrained in us since the dawn of time you know run away from scary thing with teeth and claws you know what i'm saying like so just a classic good monster done the right way and then the way good that they do it in normal it, yeah. alien in the first alien movie it's it's normally it's more like a horror than it is anything so you'd see the monster very little but he does insane damage when it's around so it's like you know it's very strong and then i'm i like it that in number 2 you know they're going to deal with more so you're already just afraid for them they're like that was just one there's a horde of these things there's more of they these showed things. they showed in the first one the first one was the one of the best horror movies like sci-fi horror movies and then the second one was one of the best sci-fi action movies but yeah they showed how terrifying they can be especially when you're ill-equipped to handle and you have no idea what they actually do showed that it doesn't even matter if you are well equipped they are still a terrifying or like that was as a advanced of a military unit as they had right mm-hmm. but it's really not a movie about a uh, a bit about alien i think that but. the reason why predator might be slightly more boring to me is because the reason why they do it is they just are hunters that want to take trophies which is a very you know what i'm saying it's eh whatever but like the in alien the monster is it's just it just exists it doesn't have a motive it's just exists and you're in its way and that's mm-hmm. terrifying because you don't even matter to it in the slightest. You I think another saying? problem maybe with these Marvel villains for me is that they do get rid of them after the one movie most of the time. Yep. Why can't they just have the victory momentarily or something and then they come back around? For- oh, they've been doing better. They've been doing Dever- uh, Abomination and She-Hulk. They brought back. Uh, they've been doing better with like reintroducing and, and then like changing the character to fit into the universe now as what was abomination a little in, better in the mcu before hulk. oh it was in the hulk but i actually think MCU. he was in he was yeah well no they brought it in now yeah. but yeah i guess he was in the one right before the hulk that was right before the actual mcu yeah hulk. there was there was no mcu yeah. hulk he's never had his yeah, own he movie. was the ed norton he was the ed, ed norton yeah hulk. Yeah, this Old Eddie Norton, which which uh, harkens us back. We're kind of jumping around a bit here, but to what we were tar- talking about earlier, talking about earlier, what we were talking about earlier, Jose, and uh, that is uh, what piece of media. And I thought this is cool, so I want to hear your take on this. What piece of media can be a movie? Uh, let's. Do you want to just start with movie because most of ours are movies that we could think of in general. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I what over go- breakfast? Yeah, I asked them. I'm a questioner. If you haven't realized this, I like to ask people questions and understand how they view this because I've asked myself the question and yeah. I want to know. You know, Jose's a thinker compared to me. I ask, yeah, I question everything. Uh, Jose's the man on the rock. Yeah. yeah, I'm the man. I am the man on the rock. So I asked him, you know, because I saw a meme of Keanu Reeves drinking a glass of wine uh, and crying, and people use this meme to with the caption. Would you kill your significant other to be able to rewatch insert show here again? And it's just him crying with the show playing because he did. He sacrificed the person he loves to rewatch <laughs> a show for the first time. And I was like, what show would you want to do that with? What or show movie. would you do that we with? We ended up movie, doing movie. Any media, yeah. 
would that could, I would yeah, kill experience some? for the first time again. No, we won't want to kill. We're not Obviously, saying you don't have to do that. No, we, yeah. we just okay. said if you could somehow experience a movie again for the first. That's for just the, the meme time. that was or showing. TV but he show just said or, if you yeah. could somehow you could just go back in time or make your memory completely, you know, erased of of ever seeing it of and then that, watch yeah. it again. Brand new. Ooh, see that? Okay, so this is two layers. This is a couple layers for me because. One, I would want it to be something that maybe I didn't grasp the concept at the age that I watched it. So I'd want to see something that I get now, but now it's less impactful because I got it over time. Yeah. I didn't get it all at once. So I want something like that. But also, I am a big visual guy. So now, am I going to watch this old thing and go, oh, it's going to take that, me out of it because the visuals you. are gone? Mm. Yeah. So like I was thinking The Matrix. Okay. You know, because I thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. I'm older now. I could get a lot more of the story right in the way, right when I saw it. But will the will the bullet time and all that take me out of it? Because I've seen yeah, it so much. And, and we brought that. Okay. We did bring that one up. Yeah. Uh, but we did bring that one up. But here's one thing that I'm thinking about now, the way that you explain that. I feel like the fact that I didn't quite understand it when I was younger and did it, and I had to watch them multiple it, it, times, added to the mysticism of the movie in general. Yeah, You're it like, gave it legs, crazy. actually. It makes it better on the rewatch. Yeah. And that, the way that you're viewing it there, I think it, the rewatches um, just get better, actually. You know, yeah. Okay, I would go with Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Okay. I haven't even seen that. Uh, well, now we have to see it, because what I said, and I think we've all seen this, was uh, Fight Club. This one movie I would love to see again for the first time ever, because yeah. it's a great great and i, I think, you know i don't know if i've ever watched fight club all the way through oh i've seen God. like i've seen it like four times but i don't know that because yeah. i've seen like the end i've seen the beginning i've seen the middle i know i've seen it all but have i seen it all together all at once i don't know that i have and maybe I, I have. this all loops back around again because i think this all comes from and why we would even want to do this to us liking watching people react to things because we get to vicariously live through someone seeing listening yeah. to something yeah. for the first time and loving it i uh i got we to, can't do it but we can kind of empathically get it again from i got to live that through um and i don't know if i ever had uh trinka watch this but i had you and caitlin watch this movie i had jeremy watch this movie and the funny story with jeremy when we watched this movie is we watched it immediately again right afterward we watched it twice and that's what that was coherence because it's so yeah, it's so good. you have somebody watch it and then they're they're like downloading the information in their head when the end of it happens. And then you hit them since you've watched it three or four times with something that you've noticed like maybe 20 minutes in. And then it don't, completely... Yeah, don't say because I haven't seen it. Oh, yeah. And so that's no, the thing. No matter what he says about it, it'll movie, never... No, really, it will take no power from it. Yeah. It, it's a movie that I think... Can't can be rewatched 10 times yeah. and blow yeah. your mind still. Wait, but you, yeah. Yeah. But you said the same thing about that other movie that Which it one? was like uh oh, what was it? You had me watch that and I watch and I had you watch uh, Hamilton. Was it um Primer? It was the the people living in the basement. Oh, Parasite? You didn't think oh, Parasite what? was no, good? No, what did he say about it? He, no, what did he spoil I did about not. it? He said you have to No, no, he was just telling me you have to watch it. It's amazing. And I watched it with Jordan. And I was just like, okay. What? That blows right. my Dude, mind. Dude, Trinka, yeah. you're in the minority there. <laughs> yeah. That's the first, because, that's the first because international film like, to win Best Picture. What am I supposed to be blown away about? But, but what am it's I supposed to be? like? crazy I get story. it. I get the times. Yeah, I get that they're, you know, I, I get the, the dichotomy, dichotomy of class. I get that the, they're all people. I get the twist. Like, I, I just am just like, okay. It felt like it was done to be done. It didn't feel like wow. 
you know, it That's felt like they had thing. the they had the end that they had the end in mind and they had the thoughts in mind and then they built the story okay. around those thoughts and around I that. I can end. understand. And that. I was just like, okay, okay, you're just leading me to the place I already know you're going to take. I me. will tell you that Coherence is absolutely nothing like that movie. It's more of okay. Coherence feels more like when you actually watch it and start to realize what's happening is that you're sitting in a room with a bunch of other people and this thing is happening and you're trying to figure out what's happening. You almost feel that you're part of the cast because yeah, you're, you're like, what you're the fuck to is solve happening? The mystery with them with the entire them, time. The entire time. And even after you watch it a whole you, one no, time, you, you think you got it, and then one of your friends tells you, yeah, but I've watched it three times, and if you watch real hard at this point you'll see something and uh it, it what you deeper. said it, and you're like oh my god oh like, and tell him how much how much the budget was for that movie oh too. it was like fifty thousand dollars was the budget don't for that let movie. that ruin for it for you either it's okay. every bit as good as i'll try because uh, it's of a just, story so you guys gotta watch it's six people oh brother where art thou okay. and i'll watch Go i think Here. it's these are completely dynamically different it's things, six by the way. to ten people i think are the cast and they were all in a in for most of the movie in one location which is a house and then there's a couple outside scenes so it wasn't very expensive to shoot and uh but just the, the concept, the concept the and concept was, uh when i initially asked this question of zach and amber even amber who hardly watches any the first their first instincts were to list animes that they wanted to see again yeah yeah they both picked an anime that they wanted to see again and really? Amber seen Sword like, Art what, Online, 10? maybe. Zach actually said One Sword, of them Art was Online. Sword Art Online. The first two seasons, I did say that. But the and first Steins thing Gate. I said, Amber said Steins Gate, which is amazing. And yeah, she's yeah, absolutely I agree, right. I agree, and yeah. I agree with her there. I have like two or three episodes into Steingate. And every time I get there, every couple years I do it. And then I can't Dude, do it. Bro, you need like to. Two episodes. Oh my God, Trinka. You need to get to like episode seven or eight. It takes the a okay. tremendous It's a life-changingly good okay. A tremendous fucking Okay, I will try. I will try. Because I'm like, again, it's so slow in the beginning. Yes, I'm like, and I he's get like, like two episodes and it's in weird because he's that is, it, I bring every anime I have, right? And yeah, I, I gave Cyberpunk a pretty good review, but it's just because it's an original show of the year. Yeah. If we're talking oh, about the way every we've, saw, show, we've watched, Jordan and I have watched like four episodes. So, oh, so you're about to get to the best, the juicier bits of it. Okay. Not to spoil, but okay, you're about okay. to get to the where it gets a little more mature. And yeah, I'll talk to you about it later. But, anyways, okay. it's good. Cyberpunk is a good anime for the year for being original, not like a second season. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Steins Gate is truly, and I, I'm at 164 now, last I looked at my list, a greatest of all time anime. Ever. A greatest of all time Ever. anime. It does it compared okay, to will, everything I've seen. Every. I will try to it. push through. And it, you do have to kind of but, focus a little more. Yes. And the dub is pretty good. So if you don't yeah, want to have to read the sub, I'm usually a sub well, guy. It's just, it's just that it's so slow. And it's just that it's so slow, and I know that they're getting at something, and I know that they're building it, but it's confusing to the level, yeah. of, like because they don't give you any of the information. You get the information so it's like, back as the show get, for, yeah. goes further yeah, on. Yeah, and I realize that th that's what they're going to do, but I'm sitting here trying to watch it with half the information or yes. a third of the information, and I'm just well, like, haven't you ever I seen can't Memento? be engaged. It's, it's worth, the same way Memento is. It's, it's worth Yeah, but I can't be engaged. It's worth the bread coming. And, you know, okay. it's actually a good recommendation for this episode for listeners. If you liked the merging internet alternate universe theories we were idea, talking about, uh, is a fun adjacent tale to that. I mean, it's so, not exactly that, but it's a fun. And don't let, I was going to say, so don't, yeah. let, yeah. Uh, don't let Jose fool you. Not only will it be fun, it will also be emotionally crushing yeah. as well. Yeah. Because yeah, it is a very so, deep. Uh, it deals with themes of, you know, what would you do in a situation where you probably can't win? You know what I'm saying? So I, 
Um, we've given the listeners three movies to watch in the next, you know, a, a, three recommendations, right? Steins Gate, Oh Brother Where Art Thou, and Coherence. You say? Commensurate. Coherence. <laughs> Coherence. Uh, I got one more, and then I think that's too many. Uh, I we just watched the new Tenet Moffat, uh, crime. Oh, drama, British crime drama. Yeah, it just uh, came out. Is what's it called? Is it the it's brand new? It's not like Broadchurch. Oh, it's brand new. No. So Broadchurch was the other. It's brand new. Yeah, no, it's brand new, but it's with Moffat writing. And it's Tenet, Stephen Moffat David wrote Tenet it, as... and it's Tenet starring. Okay. And it is similar. I'm going to give you that it is similar to Parasite in the wildness of it, like the just what is happening. But it's only four episodes. It's a miniseries. And Jordan and I started it just to watch one. And we literally couldn't go to bed till like 2 o'clock. And we normally go to bed like 10, yeah. 11. And like 2 o'clock, we're still like... Because I said, I, I'm not going to be able to sleep. Like, I was so anxious. I was like, how are you even watching That's this? How I because feel I'm like anxious. If you get to episode... I'm the most anxious thing right If you now. get to episode 7 or 8 where the turn happens in Stein Gate, you're going to immediately feel that way for the last... For the next however many episodes until I, the, it's yeah, over. I also... You want to talk about like feeling hollow or empty after that cyberpunk's ending did that for me too recently, but uh, I didn't even get to truly pick no, one. The Steins Gate, I, rec- I enforced the recommendation that uh, Amber had because that was Amber's suggestion for that, really. Yeah, but mine, Mister Trinka. Oh no, it's gonna be the same two, same one of two that you. No, mine. Okay. Yeah, shit talked it in the last caption of the episode. I talked about it in the episode before this. I'm going to stay on brand. Oh, it's never going to stop. Star Wars, baby, it's back again. You ever yeah. heard of it? The yeah. Hero's Journey origin. I would run away. Of course, I'd love to rewatch that again for the first time. Maybe I wouldn't even love it. Maybe it's, as an yeah, adult, my, I would My love thing it, is, it's not. That's what I'm saying. Maybe it would take you out. It's too me. slow now. Yeah, it's not that powerful for me. Yeah, maybe I'd like the sequels and it would all reverse. No, yeah. I just had to say that because you called it out in our episode 24, yeah. but episode 25. Yes. Caption where you're like, Jose talks Star Wars again. And I was like, well, shit. In the next <laughs> one, which isn't even out yet, I talked about Star Wars again. And I was like, fuck, I can't take that back now. <laughs> Got uh, it. Guess I better just roll with it. Good thing Tricky gets to edit every <laughs> no, episode. My recommendation will be Steins Gate. I'll reinforce Amber's. It'll be Steins Gate. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's seen Star If you haven't seen Star Wars, yeah. you're never going to watch now, it. Now, uh, Steins Gate's gonna take you a little bit. It's 24 episodes, so it's a, it's a little bit of a watch. But, but you can watch minute, Coherence. In, minute, you can watch episodes. Coherence in 80 to 90 minutes, and it will change your freaking life. If you if you have ever thought at all about universe and scale on a different at, at that maybe we're not seeing everything that's happening around us, Coherence will completely blow your mind. So well, all right, bats and bugs. Those have been our recommendations. We're going to pick up back next week with what we think makes a good hero from yeah. at least my end and uh, some of our recommendations for that. But uh, this has been your other podcast. This is Jose, episode, Zach, and Tony. Episode 27. Yeah, follow us on our socials, your other podcast, everywhere you go. Good night, everybody. Have a good one, guys. See ya.